You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, this is Michael McIntyre. And right before this podcast begins, I want to give you a reminder, or some of you don't even know, we've got a next level experience coming in June 10th, 11th, and 12th, right here in Big D, Dallas, Texas. It's intense. It's amazing. It's Holy Spirit filled. It's not for snowflakes. Listen, if your life is working, that's who needs to come to this next level experience because it's about taking your life higher. You probably have that burning desire saying, you know, I know there's more for me. The Holy Spirit's dropping this on me. I feel that God's telling me there's more out there, but how do I get unstuck? How do I get out of this place where I feel mediocrity will come to next level experience. This is not a conference. This is three days of intensive and of experiential learning, just the same way you kind of learn how to ride a bike. And it's all about relational, spiritual, financial, business, and physical. So come on in. It starts at Friday, June 10th at 2.30 and goes to about 9.30 p.m. Saturday morning, it begins at 8 a.m. and goes to about 9.30 p.m. Sunday morning, about 8 a.m. to about 9.30 p.m. And guess what? Cost you no money up front. How cool is that? At the end, if you want to bless us, great. And pay it forward. So come on, check it out. Go to themichaelmcintyre.com and apply today. It's going to fill up. It's going to be cool. Oh, and if you're a snowflake, don't apply. This is for eagles wanting to fly higher and not flock with the turkeys. So come on, get after it. Hey, enjoy this podcast. It's a killer dealer. God bless you, and Jesus is King. Amen. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre, your humblest host here at McIntyre, the Next Level Podcast, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, in Studio M. <laughs> hey, I am excited about the teaching I'm going to give today. I think it's really important. I, you know, we, we delve a lot here on the Next Level Podcast and and business because I'm a business guy, I truly am. But uh, I'm a Jesus guy too, and I like to wear the Jesus jersey. And I think uh, sharing some of these things, some of these secrets to my success, some of the secrets to other business success is being Jesus in his kingdom, is, is helping out brothers and sisters in Christ. And even some of you non-believers out there, I want to help you too. Come on. That's right. I said it. Hey, so let's talk about scaling business because I really think it's truly a ministry. And, and truly, you know, if you have a ministry or if you're in business or if you're a preacher and have a church, you're in business, pal, sister. You are because there's money involved, right? There's money involved in churches. And so I've helped several churches uh, scale their business, so to speak. Uh, increased several of them by 189% in revenue. Uh, I've helped a lot of businesses, actual uh, marketplace businesses, uh, increase their revenue by 642% uh, in some cases, some cases only 200%, but still it's good, right? To scale, to get, to, to get your business. So um, I was on a, a really cool 
uh, platform this last week with Francina Norman Ministries, and it was called The Mind of Wealth. And we talked about this. We had some really amazing speakers on there. We had one one woman down in Miami, Florida, that she had six uh, Wingstop uh, franchises, killing it down there. And, and her her deal was really good. And she was like number 92 in buying this franchise. Now there's like 1,600 and it's a publicly traded company. And their scaling of their business was phenomenal. Had a 19-year-old millionaire on there about real estate, which he was amazing. And so, uh, and we had some people there about branding and we had uh, an, an amazing doctor, uh, of accounting, if you can believe it. And uh, his name's Nate, and he did great too. So it was really cool because I got to learn some things too. And of course, I uh, shared some of my wisdom and some of the things that helped me in scaling a business. And I want to share that with my audience today here in podcast land. And and listen, th- these uh, what I'm going to share with you are, are not, you know, nothing's new under the sun, right? But it, this is valuable information. And so, uh, and I'm giving it to you freely. Because I coach a lot of people and uh, Stacey and I coach businesses and uh, we, we coach married couples. We had, uh, as we had on here, we had Ann and Patrick uh, McDonald on here, who is a very successful entrepreneur couple. And uh, I coached a lot of couples in business and some people, not couples in business. But uh, one of the things, and, and I want to get to this after I, I go through these uh, scaling your business uh, vignettes, if you will, about what a business coach really does for you. Cause I think it's really important. You know, I know there's, there's a lot of, a lot of different coaches out there today. You know, there's life coach, there's this coach, there's that coach, there's, which is all great, but I, you know, I'm a business coach at heart with a holistic approach, which means we look at everything from your spiritual, your relational, your physical, and of course your finance, financial, excuse me. All right. Scaling your business 101. Take note. If you have something, take note or, or pause this and go get you a piece of paper because this is really important uh, because I want you to win. I want you to win bigly. That's right. All right. So there's basically four things here about scaling your business. And I call it the four P's. And you've heard some of these before. The first thing is, and this is probably for you new entrepreneurs and maybe some of you all that have a business out there or have an idea for a business. Uh, about having the right product. Yeah. I mean, it's so important to have the right product. And what do I mean by that? It, the product is really is your mainstay. So uh, your product, you know, whatever widget you're selling, whatever service you're doing, it's your product. Your product's got to do basically when it gets down to the simplest thing, it's got to solve problems for people. Your product must be beneficial. It must be cost effective. In other words, if they're going to pay you $1,000 or $10,000 or $100 or $50 or $20 or $3 for your product, it's got to solve a problem, whether it's uh, to give them caffeine in their system or whether it's to, you know, to, to, to be able to uh, get on and, and sell something on the internet or if it's be able to publish their book or whatever that might be, whatever your product is, it must have a significant ROI attached to it inverse for the fee that they're paying for it. So uh, like people pay me a lot of money to coach them, right? That's my product. My product is coaching and next level experience and leadership 300, but basically the product is coaching and people pay me a lot of money. And I like to give them a hundred to a thousand percent return on their investment. So if they pay me 10,000 hours or they pay me 20,000 hours, I want them to get back, you know, $500,000 in benefit. I want them over a lifetime, I want them to get back $5 million in, in benefit in that coaching. 
And I'm serious about that because if you're not giving that, your product is not going to be a blue ocean product. And a blue ocean, as you know, is where you get to swim and eat off that meat whenever you want to without any other sharks trying to grab it. A red ocean is when you've got a whole bunch of sharks trying to hit that same piece of meat. Yeah, people get hurt. People get angry. A lot of blood in the water. It's red ocean. But the blue ocean is you got that big hunk of meat, but you're the only shark out there and you get to hit it when you feel like hitting it. <laughs> and that's when it's good. Yeah. So you've got to have a product that has a blue ocean behind it. And, you know, if you're like in, you know, uh, if you're in a restaurant business, okay, now you're in a red ocean business, but you've got to have that differentiation into that, uh, that business. Like my friend down at Tina down in uh, Miami, Florida, she does uh, uh, wings, right? Chicken wings, you know, wing stop, you know, wing stop. That's all they do is wings, you know, so they've got, they've kind of, they're in a restaurant business in the food business, which is a red ocean, but they've kind of carved out a blue ocean for them to where what they do and they do it really well. So, uh, so have your product and your product, whatever it is. And if you, if you're a brand new entrepreneur and you say, Hey, I've had this idea McIntyre for so long and I want to do this product, but you don't know what to do. Take it to your mastermind group. If you don't have a mastermind group, Find one. I've been preaching about this for three years. Find you a mastermind group. Get you a mastermind group. Find you some people, like-minded individuals within five years of your age, same socioeconomical scale, same gender, same belief system. If you're a Christian, find Christians. If you're Jewish, find Jewish people. If you're Muslim, find Muslim people. Find people that think like you do and also that will rebuke you in an honest way, right? And so just not because you have great yacht and you've got a nice jet and you hang out with celebrities that they want to not tell you the truth because sometimes the emperor has no clothes. So find people that can, you can take your idea or your product to and trust them. The Bible says, don't cast uh, pearls amongst the swine. And you don't need to tell everybody your idea, right? You really don't. You need to keep it close to the vest and bring it to people that you trust and respect. Uh, and hopefully they'll give you some good, honest feedback because like I've said many a times before, I'd rather have my mastermind group blow holes in my idea and sink my battleship rather than going out there in the marketplace, blow holes in my checkbook and put me in bankruptcy. All right. So if you've got a product, if you're already up and running, you've got a product, you've got a business, congratulations. You found a niche. Okay. All right. Now, the second thing in scaling your business is the process. Um, the process is so important. You need to have systems. Now, look, I wasn't great at process in my business. I was good at the product. I was good at the, the marketing of the product. And I, I kind of had a vision of how I saw the conveyor belt work, okay? I didn't know how to implement the conveyor belt, but I, I saw in my mind, like I see a movie and how I want the, 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 the leads to come in, the appointments to be set, the salesperson to make the sale. Once the sale's made, the follow-up to that sale, once that's done, then the processing of that business, then delivering the product back to the client and then making another upsale. I saw all that working. I saw how the beginning, the end, and, and the finish, like the alpha and omega, I saw that easily in my mind. Now, implementing that was a whole nother story. So I had to have people with MBAs, with doctorate degrees, with, with, with law degrees, with you know accounting degrees that, that understood and administrative skills that could do that. So you've got to have a process. 
you're a visionary like me, you see how the process should work. But you implementing the process is probably going to be no bueno. It's not going to be good because you're going to mess it up and you're going to upset a lot of people and they're going to quit on you. I've experienced that. Okay. And so what, what you want to do is bring in administrators that know how to do this stuff. Now, look, I'm not an administrator and I don't want to be. Okay. So you need to bring people in there that can put that system in place so you can scale that business. Right. So you've got the product. Now you've got to get this, the process. So the product, the process. Third thing is, and probably the most important thing here, I'm a little out of order here, is the people. Okay, the third P in the P's is people. You've got to have good people with you. Now, I don't care if you operate out of your garage. I don't care if you operate out of a pump tent in your backyard. I don't care if you're in a trailer park and you're operating on a mobile home trying to get your deal off the ground. Don't care. Keep your overhead low. But your people, your, your, your people, you got to pay them well. And if you don't have a lot of money to pay them, at least give them something and then give them piece of the action, maybe a percentage of the profit, the gross profit, not the net profit, because that creates dishonesty, the gross profit. In other words, gross profit is if you've got $100,000 a month coming in the door and you promise them you'll give them you know, 5%, then you need to cut them a check at the end of the month, $5,000 first. They get paid first. All right. Uh, or you can give them equity if you, you want to give them stock, if they really believe in the deal. Okay, but you got to have good people. Pay them well. Yeah. Person told me a long time ago, McIntyre, whatever you do, you can have a you don't need to have a fancy office. Of course, you know, all our sales back in the day, we were in a house selling, you know, across from mom and pa and, and out there in the in the in the field. So the only thing I needed for an office was uh, to process the business. And I could have done it on my home. But uh, Stacy and I, we started out in a small executive suite in North Dallas. And I remember our rent was $500 a month. It was nothing, but, you know, but this is back in the stone age. It's probably, that was probably, you know, in today's money, it's probably 2,500 a month. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but I needed a place to go and process the business and the people to come. I didn't want the salespeople to show up my front door to get their check. It didn't look professional in my opinion. Today's a little bit different, but back then, this is the 80s, the big 80s. And so people wanted to come to an office. And so we had an office and it was a nice office, but it wasn't over the top. But the woman there that was was the owned the office building, she goes, whatever you do, don't skimp on your help. Hire good people and pay them well. And so that's the, the fourth thing is have profit in your business. And you really, you're in, in your product process, figuring out your product, you need to make sure you're making a profit. And your profits after everything is paid. Okay. After the overhead, after the employees, after the lead costs, after the electric bill, after your car, whatever it is, there needs to be some profit in there. And if there's profit in there, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Now you're going to put coals to the fire and light this candle. All right. So I'm going to go through here. Those are the four P's. You got the product, process, people, and profit. Now, focus on where you're going. The first rule is focus on where you're going, not where you're at. Okay. And it's real important in that statement because sometimes we get so upset and wrapped around in, in today's events and what's going on in your business today, what's happening right now. But look at where you're going, keep that vision going. Uh, you know, if you're at $500,000 in revenue right now, let's look at 5 million. Have a big sign in front of your, uh, on, in your desk or on your phone or in your mirror, or on your, in your car or on your computer that says $5 million a year revenue. Yeah. You need to have affirmations to go with this. I talk about this all the time. Uh, affirmations, they require you to say them out loud. 
I like to say them out loud because I need double dose. I need a double portion, right? One of my affirmations is I deserve to be prosperous. I have great worth just being myself. Come on, right? All right, the more I give, the more I receive. My mind is in touch with God's universal source of money-making ideas. I'm not preaching prosperity gospel. I'm preaching facts here, okay? You can't go out there. You can't be a good Samaritan and being broke. The only way the good Samaritan became famous because he had money, all right? All right, so, uh, you know, it's real important that you have this marketing mindset and this, this positive affirmations. All right, number two. Are you ready? Are your systems ready? Do you have the proper IT? Do you have the proper process? Do you have cash flow? If you don't have cash flow, do you need money? How do you go out and get money? Well, the best way is friends and family, right? Because they're not going to care about your FICO score. They care about your heart score, all right? But if you've already exhausted that, then maybe you've got to get more creative. Sometimes the worst thing an entrepreneur can have is money. But if you're going to scale and listen, <laughs> listen to this. It's so easy to scale nowadays with the internet, with Facebook, with Instagram, with Google ads. It really is. You can virtually scale with $500 a month if you have the right marketing team. I've got those connections too. All right. The other thing, number three, learn from your competitors. What are they doing? What can you do differently? What can you exploit that they're not exploiting? What are your gifts and your talents? What, what makes them successful? Listen, I, I've shopped my competitors before. I've called them up. I've, I've sent moles into that place. I wanted to find out what they're doing, why they're doing it, who they're doing it for, and where they're doing it at, because I wanted to know. And what I could do, what, what I was blessed with is I could say, okay, I can see what they're doing, but I can do it better, <laughs> faster, stronger. We can make them better, like the $6 million man. Some of you boomers remember that. We can build them better. We can make them faster. We can make them stronger. Da, 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 da. great show anyways six million dollar man was awesome lee majors uh so if you got that gift you got that scale then then you you can see what they're doing and say hey i can make this even better probably cheaper faster be more agile that's what it is it's called capitalism it's called free enterprise competition baby i love it all right number five. Oh, number four skipping ahead keep your core values your core values don't get off track. Sometimes we get out there and we start seeing a little success, right? We go from $20,000 a month to $50,000 a month. Boom, we're at $75,000 a month. And now, you know, we're lighting cigars with $1 bills and we're having a good time. Great. Enjoy. Leviticus talks about that. You should always enjoy your prosperity. You should enjoy, you should celebrate anything. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember that life is good. And uh, God tells us in Leviticus, there's like six different festivals to enjoy, to remember why you're doing what you're doing. What's the why behind the what, right? But don't get off course. Don't miss your core values. You know, if you get off one degree, if you leave out of, out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I love Southern Florida, and I love the Caribbean, and you want to go to the Bimini Islands, if you go off one degree, guess where you end up? In Cuba. Listen, Mike Moore, I don't care what you think their health care is worth. I think it sucks over there, okay? so. I don't want to go to Cuba. I want to go to the Bimini Islands. So you got to make sure you stay on course, be on your core values. Don't get off that. Because listen, once you start cutting corners, it's the death of a salesman, man. It really is. And it's hard to come back. So be careful on that, right? Remember your core values. Don't get off track. Number five, okay, build a great team. 
<laughs> yeah. In developing your business and scaling your business, you got to have a good team, man. You got to have people who are loyal. You got to have people that understand their place. They understand what they want to do, that they're coming in giving and not taking. Yeah. And so have a good team, have, give them, uh, make sure they're on their KPIs, you know, their key performance indicators, make sure they're hitting that. And if they're not hitting it, you need to talk to them. Jack Welch taught me to have C sessions. In other words, you're A player, B player, or C player. And if you show up in a C player two months in a row, you're in the fired player. That's right. I said it because, listen, you're not fulfilling your God-given purpose here. If you're not batting a 1,000, if you're not playing in excellence, then you're not where I need you to be. And so I'm going to send you off to where God has a different purpose for you because it's not here. Yeah. And let me just tell you this. Most entrepreneurs, most business owners miss this. They know that they got a C player, but they get lazy. They don't want to go out there and rehire and retrain. Well, that's just tough crunchies, man. That's what you got to do. That's what separates the millionaires from the brokes, the people who are making $60,000 a year from the people who are making 600,000 or 6 million. So grow up. Okay. Get rid of that albatross, get rid of that uh, barnacle on your boat and go find an eagle. Yeah. And smooth out that boat so you can have clean and fast sailing. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Number five, build a great team. I talked about that. Okay. Giving them incentives, give them incentives, share the wealth. Stacy and I created over 175 millionaires. And listen, a couple of them still have their money, <laughs> but the reason is because we shared the wealth. Okay. Don't be, don't be, uh, you know, uh, greedy on here. Don't be that guy, you know, uh, what saw the three people. Um, anyways, I can't think of the play. Uh, uh, Ebenezer, don't be Ebenezer. Make sure you give away some things, right? Let people, other people take a bite at the apple. Yeah, that's kingdom wealth too. That's really good. Number six, have ground rules for your staff, right? Listen, when I coach people, there's ground rules. When I have NLE, there's ground rules because I want to move the needle. You want to move the needle for these people. You want to help these people. And the only way to help them is to have ground rules. You got to have order. We worship a God of order. We don't worship a God of chaos. Okay. Chaos and ambiguity are not from him. They're from Satan. So get over it. Let's get order. Let's have some ground rules and abide by those ground rules and enforce those ground rules. Right. And when you do that, you have order. People know where they're at. That's why we like our children. They like be, they, they might complain about taking a bath, but they love taking a bath. They might complain about going to bed, but they love going to bed. And they like getting up in the morning and having breakfast. They might not want to eat breakfast, but they love eating breakfast. You get what I'm saying. So have order. Yeah. Okay. All right. Double-mindedness is not of him. All right. Uh, let me see. Number seven, recruit the right people. You got to recruit the right people and hire experts outside of your firm. Hire people that are going to come in because sometimes you are so close to the trees, you cannot see the forest. Yeah. So you need to bring in consultants, coaches. You need to bring in other experts. Sometimes just have a retreat with your business, with your staff, with your company. Get away from the office. Have some fun. Celebrate. But also do some do some onion peeling. We call it, Stacey and I call it clear the decks. We do this for companies all the time. And it produces magnificent results. Is it expensive? Yes, it should be expensive because you get value from that. You get what you pay for. All right. Uh, number eight, always. Always be consistent. Okay. Listen, consistency is where it's at. It's called perseverance. And it's not easy being consistent. And guess what? It doesn't need to be easy. You want it to be hard. That's what separates the wheat from the chaff. I don't want to be with the turkeys. I want to be with the eagles where it's hard, where it's difficult, where you really have to push. 
you know, we get up early in the morning. Okay. I go to bed, you know, I get up at four 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I go to bed at 10 o'clock and boom, I'm ready to go again the next day. Is it easy? No, there's some days I'd like to sleep in, but guess what? I don't because I want to make a difference. I might have 85 years on this planet, 95 years, God willing, if I hit hundred and I want to make a difference because I want to be long-term. I want to show up there and be a good and faithful servant and show up big because I'm wearing the Jesus jersey. Yeah. All right. So am I preaching to anybody? If I am, great. If I'm not, sorry about your luck. All right. Uh, identify your blind spots. Oh, man, this is so good. Okay. You want to scale your business? You want to do what you want to get done? You want to change the, the, the balance in your checking account? Well, take a look in the mirror, pal, because it's all about you. You got to look at these blind spots. If you're not getting where you want to be because you're not going where you need to go. So who do you get to be to get what you want? You need to take a look in the mirror. You need to find your blind spots. Hire a coach. That's right. I've said it. All right. Ten, uh, trusted numbers. Trust the numbers, man. People always say, McIntyre, how do I know how I'm doing? Take a look in the checkbook. That tells you how you're doing. You got $5 in there or you got $500,000 in there. Are you going on vacation or are you staying home on spring break? What are you doing? Are your kids worried about paying college or you got the trust fund set up for them? Come on. Numbers don't lie. They really don't. Okay. And so it's really important. Listen, uh, you know, Broke people buy, spend money to make them feel better. Rich people invest money to make them richer. Where are you at on that spectrum? All right. Uh, the numbers will help you spot things that are not working. Trust the numbers. Trust in God. Yeah. And look, business coaching. I want to just share this with you here. Uh, good As good business coaches, this is what we do. We save marriages. We save families. That's right. Okay. Uh, we save kids that have... Uh, for their college education. We save kids from self-destruction. We save lives because if your business isn't working, if you're in business or if your money's not working, it's detrimental on your family. You can't walk into kingdom business. You can't walk into his kingdom and blessing other people when you're broke, when you're worried about money all day long, when you're worried about these things. If your business is not thriving and, and if it's controlling you and owning you, then you're not being in the kingdom because it's really difficult because your mind is not focused on him. You're focused on trying to survive this next week or in this next payroll. Business coaches help that. It's really true. So check your ego so you can cash that check. Hire a business coach. It's not hard. Find a good one. Look for fruit. Anyways, um, hey, the other thing too is stop being around people who are bringing you down. You know, and uh, how many people have not texted you in the last six weeks? Probably they don't need to be in your life. And if you're constantly having to reach out to them and pursue them, maybe you need to have a sit down and find out why, you know, maybe it's a blind spot they have. Maybe it's not. Look, I know some of this stuff on scaling your business. You've got a business out there. You get scared. You don't want to step out of the comfort zone. But let me tell you, friends, the biggest fruit is always way out on the limb of that tree. And sometimes that branch is going to break. But guess what? You get to get back up and do it again. We've got so many tools in our toolbox. Just open your toolbox, trust in the Lord and utilize them. I hope this helps somebody in scaling their business. If you want to get in touch with us about coaching, we're available. We're expensive, but we're worth it. We don't apologize for what we charge because we want to come in there and we want you to have, we, you know, we want you to have the fruit of your labor. We want you to have the Leviticus and the celebration of your business. We want you to have your marriage work, your relationships work, your temple work, and we want your finances to work bigly. And we help out a lot of people doing these things. So have a great week. 
Don't take no for an answer. Okay. Remember, if you're wearing the Jesus, Jesus, Jesus jersey, wear it with pride. Be humble in that pride, though. Okay. Be bold in Christ. Be with the Great Commission. Suit up and show up and show up big because that's where it's at. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Hey, share this, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Give it to somebody else. That's what his kingdom's all about. Thank you for listening. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.